right. We are live. A little late. Sorry about that. Car trouble. You know how it goes. But we're hanging out in the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas with Dick and Skippy in the mornings. Join us on Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy, of course. And you can always call or email us at any time at 936-228-9368-dickandskippy at gmail.com and, and Facebook. And da, 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 da. No guests today, so we're just hanging out with Sean and I doing our thing. So join us on Facebook, comment, he's watching. And uh, welcome to today's show. It is the 25th of January. It's Monday. Uh, it's going to be an interesting week. It's the last week of the month. And what? Yeah. No. So there you go. Uh, it's 73 degrees outside. It's a little uh, humid. And then uh, we expect some rain later on today uh, around, I don't know, 11. That's what they're thinking. But yeah, there's some rain coming our way. Is there a storm coming? Maybe. Uh, the high today is going to be 75, low of 48. It's going to be kind of a crappy day. Well, I got to say, yesterday I did a, a day trip to and from Dallas, and it was fog. Yeah. And I mean fog the whole way up. <clears throat> and then when I got to Dallas, perfect timing, it started pelting rain. And then it was rain and fog most of the way back. <laughs> it was not a good day to drive. Yeah. It was a good weekend. It was uh, a lot of nothing for me. A whole lot of nothing? Did yeah. you bowl? I bowled. You bowled. It was fun. The tournament on Saturday went well, so there's that. I got to give then... shout-outs to Angie and Krista who tuned in. So. Yeah, and I do want to let some listeners know who listen to the music. Uh, if you've noticed in the past like week or two, uh, you probably started hearing newer music and new things. Uh, Wayne Michaels of Lone Star Saturday Mornings is helping me kind of curate the in-between stuff that's not produced by us. Gotcha. So hopefully uh, the goal is to get different genres set up. And so we're starting with country because that was our biggest library pool. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go on from there. and Disco's start, next, Do disco. Right? Yeah. Do, you know. Disco's dead, but I'm still dying. Pretty much. Uh, I miss go the disco. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I think that's really the only announcement, really. That's Right. Locally, not a lot's happening well, news-wise. I will let people know. Uh, I got a handout yesterday uh, about COVID testing, free COVID testing happening behind the chamber. Uh, Great. Yeah, look up, go to the chamber's website and things like that. Or you can just, there's, there's literally like a tent set up behind the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce here, and they have a booth, and it said free, and that's pretty much all the information I have. Yeah, it is. There's so. a similar place, probably the same company, Have one? they have one in the woodlands okay. at one of the parking rides. It's outdoors. It's very safe. I got it done myself. And this is a, a kind of a, a PSA to our maybe our, our Houston friends or our listeners who are in more urban areas where there's a more per capita presence. Think about schlepping out to a local, more rural county, because when I went to in the Woodlands to, to that one, no wait, because I just pulled it on like, yeah, I want to go for testing, but I don't have an appointment. They're like, OK, pull out your phone, do this. I think 10 minutes top to bottom. And it was amazingly safe. It wasn't a jamming a stick up your nose. It was a, a face cheek swab thing. Again, very safe, very quick. I got my results like 36 hours later. Yeah. 
And yeah, so if you if you feel you need a COVID test, but Houston apparently is like being slammed. Uh, think about schlepping up to Montgomery County. Find out a couple of places. Yeah. I think your wait time will be much less. And then also, I know some of the Texas Department of State Health Services have announced that certain um, they're working on Montgomery County in the spring for the vaccine. There's a great article in Community Impact, kind of describing what they're doing. Uh, they want to, like, what they would like to do is do uh, their goal is five thousand individuals a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I think that's he- here in the area, not the whole Texas. I think that's just like in Greater Houston, Houston kind of. I don't. Well, I was about to say I don't think up here that you're going to get five thousand people wanting to get tested every day. Now, if you're in Houston, no. yeah, but that's coming in the spring, which we're kind of. I mean, when is the first day of spring? Uh, March twenty first. Yeah, so we got a couple months. They're they're still brewing it, mm-hmm. building those. You know who I would like to be. If I was like you know a manufacturer, I would like to be the refrigerators who builds those refrigerators for this stuff because apparently there's special types of refrigerators for the vaccine. Once again, we hit so, the wrong industry. So you know that guy's pretty happy for the time being. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's there's a great article like I said in the Community Impact about Condom. Just look up Condom uh, Community Impact, and there's an article talking about where. How they're planning, how the state of Texas is planning on doing the vaccination. Now, let's let's get a little personal with it, Sean. Okay. Um, this isn't a gotcha question. You don't have to answer it. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, do you are you going to get the vaccine? Not yet. Not yet. I, I'm all about the vaccines. I love vaccines. Vaccines got rid of you know, eradicated polio. Measles. You drink it every Saturday morning. That's your little drink. There get you a little go. Vaccine cocktail. However, I am concerned. Not concerned. The, the vaccines have not had a chance to be long-term tested by necessity. They've been out for six months. You can't have a year-long side effect thing, you know, after what happens to you after a year. So I am by no means an anti-vaxxer, but I want to – I'm in no immediate danger of dying from COVID. Yeah, I think that's really where I come from with it. It's so like, let's let those who need it a lot more than I yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. I think my mom's already gotten it, and I think my father hey, got Terry. it. My mother got it. Your mom got the Rona. No, she got the vaccine. Oh, got the vaccine. Oh, okay, good. She got it a couple months ago. She's a uh, she's she's VIP. Um, I found out. I didn't know it. You know, she's royalty. I didn't know that. She never told us that she's apparently British royalty. <laughs> well, you're you're one B. Uh, you know, if you're 65 or over and or with underlying health conditions, uh, that puts you in one A is first responders group. One yeah. B is that. Now, my mom is firmly in the one B. She's. 79 she years old COP. No, she doesn't want one. She'd what rather. A baller. I like it. She she's like, no, because she's concerned. Because you know, there are some radical side effects that are happening to people. Much like you, you can get the flu when you get the shot, flu shot, yeah. You, things can go bad. And my mother's yeah. health is of the point that she's like, you know what, I'd rather just social distance See, for I'm, now. I'm one of those guys or those people, I guess, that I'll do anything if it comes to me. You know. Wow, I just got a word that Merck abandoned their C-19 vaccine attempt. Yeah. What are their COVID-19 vaccines? Sorry, I said C-19. Yeah. I was, I was reading that. Losers. Thanks, Krista. Krista also points out we were talking disco. What's wrong She's, with disco? Well, nothing's wrong with disco. She said there's a new documentary about the Bee Gees that we need to watch. That I it's definitely probably, watch. probably a Me Too documentary. You never, They sounded too nice. Nah, nah, the Bee Gees rock, man. And okay, so Krista, I will watch the Bee Gees documentary if you watch the Galaxy Quest documentary, which yeah. is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. But I think I told you about this, but 
a year or two ago, I got tickets to Dozy Doze Big Barn, which is a local... Yeah, the Bee Gees cover band. Yeah, the Bee Gees cover band was there. And these guys walked, talked, dressed, looked, and acted and well, sang. Well, you can tell by the way they walk. He's a ladies man. <laughs> right? Is that the and song? Is their, that the lyric? Is that the their lyric? Their Andy Gibbs clone. Tell. What is that, the lyric? The only... Re- I mean, women were practically throwing their, their undergarments on the stage when the Andy Gibb clone weird. came out. That's a little The weird. only reason there weren't spontaneous pregnancies is because I think most of the women were past menopause age. But I'm telling you, man, these... I, I was in the wrong business. I should throw on a toupee, put on a white jumpsuit, and join a Bee Gees cover band because these guys are never lonely. I can guarantee you that. That was just some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen in a concert. Okay. Well, that was uh, the local news for, you know, vaccine output. I think That's about I, it. Locally. From what I understand, like my what my mother told me is she just contacted her her general practitioner mm-hmm. and just said, "Hey, what's the deal?" Yeah, and, same with same with my And then it became the mafia kind of thing. It's Actually, un- my mom's GP contacted it's, it's, her. It's underground stuff. Is it's it like, underground? well, it's like I can get you this thing, but it's going to be on Tuesday, but you got to meet behind this truck. And when you get behind no. this truck, it has to be at 3 p.m. If it's 3:01, the truck's gone, you can't get your vaccine. It's one of those things. Now, here's an interesting local case that made national news, a.k.a. CNN. There's a local doctor in Houston who was giving out uh, over last week some uh, uh, the vaccinations. Okay. Tell me what this Now, is. protocol is don't waste it. They were told don't waste the vaccines. They're like 10 per, per vial kind of stuff. And there's a shelf life. Once the vial's punctured, you have six hours, and then you have to trash it. And what had happened was he had a vial in his last patient. and So he told his last patient I ain't giving it to you? No, gave it to the last patient. It's like he had multiple doses and a vial left. And so he went around to people in general giving you know an additional 10 doses. And the last one, there's literally no one left, so he gave one to his wife. Houston District Attorney Og and County Judge Lena Eldago have filed civil and criminal cases against him for, quote, stealing the vaccine because their answer was you should have just thrown it out instead of inoculating or vaccinating an additional 10 people and this is one of those we got oh we got to show we're being tough on crime so this is gonna get nasty uh i was listening to this doctor's lawyer on the radio coming in this morning and this is going to be interesting it's funny when you you have those who want to file a lawsuit and claim, and then all of a sudden they realize, oh, we have to provide actual evidence or something. In that same context, Dominion has filed a billion-dollar lawsuit against Rudy Giuliani for lying about them being hackable, which is funny. Now, in a civil case, remember, it's not beyond a reasonable doubt. It's preponderance of the evidence. If you believe 51% one way or the other, it goes. But all Giuliani has to do is get a hacker and hack a Dominion system to show it's hackable, and they've lost. So when Discovery comes out, because remember, a lot of the numbers were, were yeah, hidden. See, I feel when you file a lawsuit, you got to be prepared to remember, you got to provide all the information. You can't suddenly say, oh, no. So this is going to be really, really, really interesting see, to see how stuff, these two cases always, pop out. Especially with politics, I always feel like there's a expiration date and it's always like 10 years you know it's like 10 years later we'll find out what happened mm-hmm. and like but, but it doesn't shock anybody or it doesn't dominion talk. had a choice they could either not sue rudy giuliani or sue him 
they opted to sue him, so now they're going to have to pay the piper. Now, it may be that they're able to prevail in civil court, and Rudy Giuliani's in a boatload of trouble. I don't know. That's the whole purpose of a, of a trial is to determine stuff. But it's cracking me up that their stance was, oh, we're unhackable. Dominion systems are unhackable. And I guarantee you there is nothing in the universe which is unhackable. And all you just need is, <laughs> it's like the Titanic. You say you're unsinkable. All you need is one iceberg and you can sink it. All you need is one hacker and Dominion's lost their case. Or you need to find out with Kim Og. District Attorney Og and County Judge Adago going after this doctor that, wait, he was told not to waste it. He gave 10 samples. He didn't keep any for himself. His wife was literally the last one because there was 15 minutes left on the clock before it expired. So he's like, but his own father living next door didn't get it. So they can't claim he was stealing it for his family. It's going to be really, really interesting. There's just so much anger still from the people who won. It's like these are the sorest. You know how you have a sore loser. What are you talking about? These are the sorest winners. There are those who were so angry leading up to inauguration what the hell day. What's to do with Og and what's her name? They didn't win or lose anything. They weren't running. Yeah, the district attorney and the county judge are both. Yeah, but they weren't running this time. No, so but what are you but talking about? but showing that you know you're, we need once there's a new administration. You're, you're connecting weird no, stuff. No, no, no. Once there's a new administration, you're it's all unity. Fake news again. Fake news again. Unity. Yeah. Unity. That's ah. been the battle cry. So no, it hasn't. Yeah, it is. That's nah, what man. that's been the number one word from the new president's mouth. We're going to unify, unify, yeah. unity. They're all saying that, but they're still going after people. It's like, why are you going after? This person, I don't doubt it. When they I mean, quote lost, so there's no real purpose. Yeah, it's, well, they always do that kind of stuff. They're like, "Hey, look at this stuff over here," and then they're doing something. Well, this over fervor here. to just spank people who, when yeah, it's already the game happens all the time. The game's well, that, over. That, that's what my favorite thing is right now. Is anyone that went on January 6th to the Capitol is now being investigated. Even, yeah, even if you weren't even and yet the timeline proved at the Capitol that building, like President say, Trump was still talking when it began. So there was the whole. I was reading an article about action. a teacher getting fired because they had a selfie while there, but they, he wasn't at the Capitol building. He was just like because there's there was a lot of rallies mm -hmm. going on, mm -hmm. and he just took a picture of himself at the rally, and so like he got fired because he was there. And I'm like, man, that kind of what's kind of weird, but uh. But it also, people always say that. It's like, oh, if he was there, then he was the one inside the Capitol building making threats. Right. So, Or she was, or yeah, whatever. These things will, you know, I, I still firmly believe in the uh, judicial system, the U.S. judicial system. Yeah. Things will come to, to light, and justice will prevail. Well, not. I was really hoping for our druid to be our king, the druid man, with the, the, the horns, the helmet horn oh, guy. Oh, Braveheart? Yeah, I was really hoping he would do something, but, you know, too bad he's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still telling you, if this was indeed a coup d'etat, you know, like an yeah, insurrection, it's, it's the worst no, one because a, the only people that got what, shot were the bad guys. One of my friends uh, was telling me that he had a buddy who was pretty hardcore into like, because some people visit these rallies. Like that's part of what they do. It's kind of yeah. like you're following a band. It's like deadheads. Yeah, it's like similar where they just like go who, to these things. Who follows Jimmy Buffett? What are they called? Margarita heads or sandal feet people? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hawaiian shirts. Stuffed wine Alcoholics? <laughs> uh, no, it's the... He was telling me that that guy actually is well-known in that whole community because he's just so bizarre. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, hey, everyone knows who that is because every time he always goes to every rally and is just spouting off crazy stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And there's some little crazy people there. Worst period insurrection period ever. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It's it's it, it's uh it's well it's funny to me going forward with this, especially with the new administration uh, when we're talking about global politics. It's just kind of like how does it impact our lives? Because that's the only thing I really care about when it comes down to the end of the day. I'm like, you know, what how does this affect us? Mm-hmm. So far, nothing too bad. I haven't really. Have you not noticed the gas prices no. forty cents higher than they were two weeks ago? Yeah, but that, I feel like that happens all the time. Now, when it starts hitting, I don't see. I don't look at the gas prices. I'll be honest. I look at the overall price. So, like right now, like uh, for example, about four months ago, it was like twenty bucks to fill up my car. So when it hits thirty dollars, that's when I'll be like, "What the hell's going on here?" It's go so, fill up your car. It's about not, to hit thirty dollars. Well, I don't drive that much. I don't know if you know that because I live like I think I average. 40 miles a week. We should get you a bicycle. Well, that's why I want. Oh, I want to get a motorcycle so bad, but Holly's like, no, you're not doing it. I was like, no, I'm literally just driving down the road. I'm not getting on the highway. I'm like, I'm, hey, you know, I heard that most accidents happen within three miles of your house, so I'm going to move. Okay. I don't know. You see what I did there? Yeah. Thanks for that. Because uh, I live about eight miles away. So <laughs> I get it. Uh, but no, that's the only time I really notice because. I have a little piggy bank when I fill up my car. I use all the yeah. piggy bank. No, there are some. So 30 executive orders were signed in the first week, which is more than Trump, Obama, and George W. Bush combined. Yeah. Uh, which is odd to me because if you have the White House, the Senate, and the House, if, you, well, no, if I your see, party's I running it, then why are you executive ordering working, everything? I don't see it working that way. But the Keystone XL pipeline is a big thing. First off, it pissed off. Uh uh, Prime Minister, Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau, and the Alberta Minister, they said they were gut punched. I don't doubt it. Um, and it's already starting. Uh, 11,000 jobs, most of them Canadian, were lost. So, congratulations, you just ticked us off, ticked off north of the border. Well, see, I, already, I, 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 think, I think that XL Pipeline's a handshake deal. That's what I think it is. He, he, owed, he owed somebody who, who profits from not having it. Someone's profiting from not having the XL Pipeline, and that's oh. who he's helping out. I'm not surprised. That's that's my guess because it to me it's one of those things that's like the 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 XL pipeline's been talked about for like 20 years. I feel like so clearly, like I don't know how long it takes to make this thing, but if it took more than four years, because I know Trump approved it, and I was like, I feel like you would have finished it. Yeah, the Obama administration said, no, 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 we're stopping it right here. So everyone was on standby. President Trump got in. Yeah, got how going. did you not finish it in the four years? Like you feel it's like a long pipeline. It yeah. took 30, okay, Beltway 8, it took them literally 35 years to build that all the way. I still think you're it's under— It's a beltway, like, it's a road. But especially when you're dealing with politics, it's like, hey, we literally possibly have four years to do this, so let's get it done. The expectation is we get enough done, then it's a, it's the, a given. Nah, well, that didn't work out. You know, if we it. if we sink in a trillion into this, then the next administration can't afford to pull out. But that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of people. Uh, hey, Misty. Well, that's uh, that's my conspiracy Misty's theory. Out that a lot he, of people he's get helping somebody this. out because that thing's been going on for so long. It's like mm-hmm. he's helping somebody out, or it's just an easy thing to make his voters happy. It's an easy decision. Oh, it's a climate thing. Yeah, you know, it's odd how we just didn't melt the entire planet in the last four years if it was going forward. Yeah. So, but that's that's me. 
Well, I don't expect to wake up tomorrow ever. That's the way I've been living my life. You live each day like your last. Yeah, exactly. Welcome back to the 80s. That's what we did. We were in the 80s. That's why it was such a me is that why generation. Did, is that why everyone did so many drugs? Yeah. Seriously. It was because so many one-hit wonders. Everything was, we were convinced we were going to go up in nuclear dust. Yeah. That one of the presidents and the Russia, the Soviet premier were just going to poof. So we lived each day like our last. So it was, it was, every day was a party. I was printing a party yeah, like it's 1999. Well, you know, we, you know, what we didn't talk about is because we're still talking about the top headlines and everything. I know mm-hmm. last week there, uh, the pardon stuff is always a big thing with the transition of power where, you know, the last 10 days of the president who's no, he's going out or she's going out pardons a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So why didn't he do the Tire King, man? I would I would have done it. I would have done it just for the the the, the giggles, you know. And and uh, posthumously pardon Charles Manson just because you can. Yeah, like why not? I mean, everyone's gonna yell at you anyway. You're right. I think that would like especially because I get why like Snowden and all those guys didn't get pardons. It's because just the political mess that would create and. Unfortunately for guys like that, like you don't have any bargaining chips. So like you're just stuck where you are. Like you spend all your unless he's got some backup of a backup of files or something that you know, as a bargaining I'm talking about Snowden. I was hoping that he was gonna declassify all the UFO documents. I, I was if, hoping well, for that. even if well see the sad part of that, Sean, is even if he did that, no one would report on it. Oh, I'd find a way. No, like he well, said he would be all over it. Well, I mean, like I'm talking about the mainstream outlets, like they don't. Oh, really... I'd stopped listening to them a long time well, you're ago. Not talking about those. I go like... alternate sources. Yeah, me too. Uh... <laughs> but uh, no, I... listeners, what alternate source? That's a good question for our listeners. What alternate sources, Facebook, man. do you get your news from, if any, or do you go for the, like the big three: ABC, CBS, well, NBC, that's the, Fox? This, well, the sad part of it is, like, usually what I do is I follow like a. A, a uh, journalist, like I like the Greenwald guy. Mm-hmm. I like that guy, Greg Greenwald. Uh huh. Is his name Greg Greenwald? I, I think, yeah. I, Greg, I, I, whoever's sure. married to the Brazilian dude in Brazil, like you most know, Brazilian I, dudes are in Brazil. Well, yeah. he's not Brazilian. He's like whatever that journalist is. His last name's Greenwald. I like him because he like he calls it like it is. I like Andy Nyo, uh the guy who's I don't know that Portland. guy. No, no, he does nightly videos to show stuff yeah, going but down. He, he the only thing problem with him is he clearly is slanted. So, so he's on. So what if you're? I heard. Be, oh, you know, you, you you only bash Biden. You don't bash Trump. It's like I don't need to bash Trump. Everyone else is doing it for me. Yeah, but I, the way I feel about he doesn't need to. Well, he he's equivalent of a CNN guy. But no, he's showing raw video on Twitter. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's not. Well, he's the only one that's on the ground. That's like, what I'm saying. So he's stuff. actually on the ground shooting video. That, and it's like I don't know who's beating the crap out of this guy. It's it could well, be Republican, could be Democrat. Beat. Yeah, it's that someone's getting the crap beaten out of them. Well, those are all the videos from Russia. The past, have you seen the have you seen those videos of the protests and stuff in Russia for that one guy? Uh huh. That looked pretty. Uh, I, you know, I joke around saying boots on the ground, but that's what's happening there. They mm-hmm. got boots on the ground. They're taking it. They're taking it to the next level over there. So we got someone who uh, watches BBC and then Google's to yeah. confirm the stories are right. Well, I think what really sad is like five years ago, I felt like this happened. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Sean. You're wrong. Is when the news or journalistic reporting came up. Up with an idea of reporting stuff without sources yeah so like they kind of said like it, it's almost like they developed a scheme together mm-hmm. and it's like hey 
BuzzFeed, you say this so we can use you as a source, mm -hmm. but there isn't an original source. That's how Christopher Steele gave his document and to I, Yahoo News. It's like, it's they like, printed it, and then he took it and said, hey, it's got to be true because yeah. Yahoo News reported and on I've, it. it definitely, it, the way they write it, too, when you read articles like that, it feels like a scheme. It's like, oh, anonymous sources tell us that, you know, he, you know, he peed on whatever. And it's like, what is going on with this? So and I, I'm thankful here locally, like the courier and things like that. Like we don't have those kind of news. We don't, we don't have those options for the local journalists here because you never really know. And no one's really that creative because we're not that scandalous here. But uh, what do you, what do you, there was something I'm, I'm trying to remember the key words. Well, that's what sucks, though, because the main when you when you talk about the mainstream media, like now that's just the norm. Like that's the only way they write articles. I Google searched something the other day, and I'm trying to remember what the keywords were. I was looking to find a percentage, and it was the exact same headline. I mean, the exact same headline. Yeah. From like you know, the Atlanta Star, the Dallas Herald Times, the Sacramento Bee. You know, just completely unrelated newspapers. But literally had the when I say the exact same headline, I'm talking punctuation and everything. I don't doubt it. And it was like these were the top Google hits. And it was like this is something that got fed. Now I know Gannett did something similar the other way around a few years ago, where you remember the thing went out where it had all the talking heads on local TV stations saying the same thing. It, it both sides are, are are complicit in this, but it just staggered me that that was these were major newspapers all had the exact. Same headline and story, but it wasn't. It wasn't an AP piece. It wasn't a wire piece that they, you know, that that's how some newspapers do. I, AP or UPI will put out, or Reuters will put out a story, and you say, you know, this is an AP report. This is a Reuters report. No, these were all front page headlines that they said, oh no, we we wrote this, and it wasn't. It, I, I, I'll try to find the uh, the keywords later because it's yeah. just funny to to to, to, to well, see. Well, that's that's the sad part of it all. Yeah. It, it's, it doesn't really encourage me to keep searching for news when that's like the bulk of it is those kind of that scheme. And yeah, stick, well, I look at BBC, Reuters, CNN. I bet you, I bet you, uh, Fox you, News and Breitbart. You subscribe to the Golden Hammer. Hi, <laughs> alas, do you I shadow don't. write? Do you what do you call I, it? No, ghost write. Ghost write for the. I do not. Why not, man? No, I, I, I wish I could. It's not my bag. That'd be that'd be such a proud moment for me if I had like you know the conspiracy theory. Give me the conspiracy theory articles and I'll do it. Mm -hmm. But I have five major news sources that I check every day, and then Is I can it, call do through. You, uh, I see a lot of YouTube ads because you know conspiracy. The worst thing I'll, I'm going to tell you this straight up: the th the scary thing about social media and our phones listening to us. I get the strangest ads for everything. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you one off the air because it's it's a little too vulgar for this stuff. But like now, like I've been getting ads for uh, UFO stuff, okay, like documentaries, and then I started getting ads for this uh, this publication called the Epoch Times. It's oh, it's pronounced Epic Epic Times, and uh, I, but it's e I it looks like Epoch. Whoever does, oh, the, they are ultra far right. Oh, it is hilarious. I love it, and like the way they do their ads. Is so over that's over the like knocking over the head. It's like look at this headline, look at look at this huge spread out we did of this coronavirus you know in investigation. I'm like man, this guy's pretty serious. I like it, uh, but no, I don't. I don't really know who those people are, but I don't won't care to. But uh, but I get ads for some weird stuff, and 
It is what it is. No telescopes, though. You think if I was, like, into UFOs, they'd be trying to sell me some telescopes, right? You think that'd be, like, the no-brainer one. But no, I don't. I haven't gotten any telescope ads. No telescope ads? Yeah. What are you doing? Now, which one is telescope? What are you talking about? Telescope ads. I'm, I'm thinking periscope. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about, like, because I look up UFO stuff, so uh-huh. it's like, oh, here's a telescope to look up into the sky. Buy this. Ain't happening. What are you doing on the phone? Like, are we have? Are, this is a weird conversation. Should we take a break so you can? No, no, no. I'm looking. Are for... you? Oh, you're checking the football scores because you're really excited about the Super Bowl, February seventh. I get it. I get it. So who's in the Super Bowl? Uh, the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. So Tom Brady again. Now isn't this like his tenth or something? Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, but I don't really care. Like I saw that, and then the Conor McGregor fight was good. That was fun. Him getting knocked out. That's always fun to watch people get knocked out. So the, I thought that was Hunter Biden again. You know that that picture of him drooling in the oh pillow God. and stuff. It looked like so. That was that was Connor. That was the isn't that the big tough talking MMA guy? Yeah. Okay, he got knocked out. Oh, you don't you don't care about sports though? So. Not that much. So, no, yeah. I, I'm trying to sound engaged. Who knocked him out? Uh, this American guy named uh, last name. Per- per- Perrier. Perrier? I think so. Perrier. 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 Yeah. Yeah, one of those guys. Okay. But, uh, but yeah. Well, solid choice. Yeah. So, so that's the sports for the day. That's, yeah. If you really cared about that stuff, uh, Super Bowl. You know what's funny is they're not doing the Pro Bowl. You know what they're doing? They're doing the Pro Bowl on Madden video game. And I was like, what? A, what? Wait, what? Yeah, so you know what the Pro Bowl is, right? Well, I presume it's, it's uh, one of the multiple... College well, football t- pro. Well, typically, what they do in the NFL. No, it can't be college because it's Pro Bowl. Yeah, so it's so the NFL basically how they have it set up is after the last playoff game, who determines who goes into the Super Bowl. The next week, they do a thing called the Pro Bowl, which is like the All Star Game, mm-hmm. and it's like a big deal. And it's like they usually do it in Hawaii or something, where it's like you know, it's like a vacation basically. But they're not doing it this year due to COVID, and they announced they're going to do it on Madden. The video game, and I'm thinking to myself, like, why even bother? You know, like, why, like, just cancel it. Like, don't try to make up, like, you're putting it on a video game. What does that mean? Does that mean every football player who gets chosen is going to play, like, their character in a video game? You ma- Imagine, like, I, I guarantee you they did it that way. There's a couple of players, like, I've never played a video game in my life. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, why even bother doing that? Yeah. So. That that's whack. So, are they going to open up uh, the yeah, stadium? Yeah, I think so. I think they plan on doing something. So, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, no. but I know they're just going to ignore COVID, I guess. Okay. Well, you know, it's really it's driving me crazy about this COVID deal. Is what's that? My the friend? lack of information because I was listening to a guy, a lady, talk about. Uh, her name was Tulsi Gabbard. She mm-hmm. was a congresswoman. Now, she's no longer a congresswoman. Yeah, Democratic congresswoman in Hawaii. Yeah, and she's no longer. But she was saying— She resigned because she wanted to run for president. And, yeah. And she was saying, like, her, she's disappointed with this because she feels that the public has this false sense of security with the vaccine. Whereas, like, she's like, yeah, in Hawaii, that we saw these news reports of, like, nurses getting it. And the nurses were saying that— they're so happy to have the vaccine. Now they can finally visit their mom. And But apparently, if you get the vaccine, that doesn't mean you, you, you can still carry it and give it to people. Oh, yeah. You are just immune. Yeah. 
But she's like, yeah, a lot of people aren't aren't understanding that. So they think if they get the vaccine, they can just kind of like do whatever mm-hmm. they want. And it's like, no, like the people who are more like the most vulnerable still need to be cared for and stuff like that. So I don't really know going for that. That's one thing that's really bothering me about this whole deal. It's like there's really no end. It's like we just have to take care of each other. The thing I see happening is somehow the, t- the testing becomes so fast where every time you go to a restaurant or something, you put your forehead on on like a device and it's like you're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. But here's a question. What happens if – so what's the standard? Is that's it, it. Boots on the ground. But no, so you have your, your forward device, meaning you have a fever. So you're, you're banned. Out, you're out. You're not allowed in. Sorry, bud. Okay. Interesting. Well, at least when you get when you get flagged, there's someone picks you up and put you in the van. Like, I want that to happen. Because I can have a... No, I'm talking about a test. Well, you know, UTI. No, I know. I'm talking about a test. Uh-huh. Like, not like a fever test. If I don't like, you put your handprint on someone's like, does he have COVID? No, he's good. And, and they're booted out if... They have COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hope there aren't any false positives because then you can sue and end up owning oh, a yeah. restaurant. I mean, well, that, yeah. I mean, that's what you're gonna have to do. I mean, that's what. Well, and what's funny about that? That's what the Dave Chappelle story was all about. Was apparently to go see him and those guys in Austin. Everyone has to get tested. So, like, you have to bring a test that you took within 72 hours of attending the event. I mean, it's a good thing, but you... somehow he still got COVID. So it's like you're, you're, there's. I, there's no look and it's cosmetic so 72 hours out so i get my test i'm clear but then an hour after i get the test yeah i get it I so that's what i'm saying like you're trying to figure out solutions but it's like near possible well now the new york times is saying wear two masks because two are better than one <laughs> i don't know i'll I, see i'll wear i'll wear 12 masks like to me and this is and my uh, this is my medical unprofessional opinion i always felt that the older folks should get the vaccine and you know you're good Okay. Like just as a society, it's like it gave everyone over the age of sixty-five or has underlying health conditions. Make sure they get the vaccine, and then just go de- go out as normal. Because mm-hmm. like you know, younger people can get it for a day, and maybe not, maybe so. But it's like that's what happens when you get the flu. It's like part of life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of pressure being put on the governments of the world to be like, we got to solve this, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, well, we got a vaccine now, so let's make sure the people who are more vulnerable to it. Golly, I wish they'd gone after HIV with such fervor. A lot of people would have been saved. Holly was telling me there's a drug today. Yeah, it knocks it out. No, there's a drug today that I can take that prevents me from getting HIV. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy There's a drug that if you have HIV, you can take it, and it gets your account so low that you're effectively not carrying it. Yeah. You can't transmit it. But it took 40 years. Yeah. That's, That's nuts. I didn't know. I mean, I don't. I don't have that lifestyle, so I have no idea. Because I was like, why would I want to take? It? He's like, well, imagine if your husband or wife has HIV. That's allows you to continue your you know, intimate relationship without mm-hmm. you know encountering problems. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm glad someone figured yeah, that there's out. There's just that's something nice. magic about COVID. No, I've got to find out. We have Chris, uh, listener Chris, is saying, has anyone seen Songbird yet? It's scary. I have no idea what Songbird is. I'm not over that. I'm not. Well, look up on Netflix real quick or something. Do Songbird streaming. That should take care of it because isn't there a uh, isn't there an Anne Murray song called Songbird? So I don't want to. I don't. Or, no, that's Snowbird. I think. Uh, and, oh, it's it's a uh, M Night Shyamalan. It's a thriller. Is it M Night Shyamalan? Is immune to the COVID twenty three virus. A carrier races against time to save a woman he loves from a quarantine camp. Nice. What's is is it on streaming? I'm looking. I don't know. Don't leave me hanging, dude. I don't see. I don't. 
It's the first COVID movie. Let's see. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Let's see. Amazon Prime. Okay. I've got that. I've got that it. this month. We'll see what you next month buy, brings. You can buy it. Yeah. I mean, that's where I, some of the, that's where the creative part comes out for these movies. And well, that's know, speak, why speaking of you know apocalypse, you know your your show's coming back. Uh, Walking Dead's coming back. I know. So they had ten seasons. I because I, I stopped watching after the second. And season. And after this one will be the last season. They said so it's gonna end they're having eleven, 11. total seasons. Yeah, and they said it's gone at that. But now and Carol and Daryl, Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride, are getting a spinoff. So you know they're going to survive. But everyone else, it's wide open for so the So you taking. think those actors are basically just, you know, we're good. We're coasting. We're going to take this as long as they pay me X amount of dollars, I'm coasting this character as long as possible. No, I, ordinarily I'd say, yeah, but I, I like watching the after show called Talking Dead where, you know, they interview the actors and that they really, really, really do take it seriously. These are people. Well, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're Georgia, you know, 10 months a year in 300 degree. No, they're, they're not. They're not freaking. Uh, what's that actors? Now I just went blank. Uh, all on the waterfront. Marlon Brando. Yeah, not they just like, show up with cue cards. Yeah, like and I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like because some actors to me have to be realistic, and they are like in their choice. They're like, oh, I'm gonna stick with this because this is a good. I haven't showered in four years it's because I'm in a gig. zombie apocalypse. Well, it's a good gig, and then it's like I enjoy doing this. Stuff. Well, they also know that their, their death can come any second, so they they yeah. want to give everything of their craft to say, hey, don't don't kill me off because I'm such a good I mean, actor. look at SVU. That show's been on for like 20 years, and literally people have left and then come back. Yeah, because what Chris Maloney, he's like coming back, isn't he? Well, not he? even that. Other actors and actresses have like left and then come back, and left and come back for like, I'm talking several seasons, not just like for an episode. Gotcha. So, yeah, Chris Maloney's a good example. I mean, clearly he took a little break, and he's like, you know what? This is a good gig. He Why? did like four TV series. I mean, uh, he did Surviving Jack, which I loved. Is written by the same guy who wrote Stuff My Dad Says and yeah. replaced Stuff with another word. He did um, this like FX network, something really bizarre one where he sees cartoon characters in real Happy, life. Yeah. Is was, that what that was? It was, was? it was funny. Surviving Jack Happy. And I think it was in two others. So he, yeah, he's, he's got busy. But yeah, that, that, so you got The Walking Dead coming back. What are, are, do you know what they're doing with since the pandemic happened? That are they only doing like. Eight episodes, because what's the average Walking Dead season? Usually twelve. Okay, ten, ten to ten to twelve. And what I've noticed, because I've been watching the new TV shows that have obviously been started filming once COVID happened. Especially, there's a couple of shows I like. They're a little woke for me, but I still enjoy them. They're the two nine one one shows, nine one one and nine one one Lone like Star. A guilty pleasure kind of thing. It's a guilty pleasure kind of thing because I mean, Los Angeles thus far has suffered a tsunami, oh, yeah. earthquake, mudslide. Uh, volcano. They got lava. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently there's lava coming up, like the old Tommy Lee Jones movie. Well, no. So I told you, Holly and I are watching SVU. Uh huh. Well, I didn't realize in the show they're just one part of New York. Yeah, one, one. Yeah, because we encountered some episodes where it's like, oh, I'm the Queens SVU, and I'm like, wait a second. I go, Holly, I know there's like five boroughs, right? That's what yeah. they call them. Uh huh. I was like, so you're telling me. For the past, you know, X amount of seasons, all these horrible things have been happening, are happening in like in a twenty square yeah, block like, radius. Like you cannot. I go. Are you serious? Like it's New York. Like New York's a bad place. That's why. That's why they don't have Law and Order Pasadena Squad because it's like. Well, Lone Star makes sense because you can do the whole state for that. Well, no, no, it's one area, but. That's why it's more of the human drama. But yeah, it, 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 like it blew my mind when I've connected that because they had somebody visiting SVU. And I was like. 
because I don't. I've only been to New York one time when I was really young, and, huh. and that's when my dad went was on the Supreme Court, and uh, we went to New York after. Did I tell you, ever tell you that story? No, my dad was in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we like that was like the only time I really remember you know being around that area, and I didn't think about the boroughs. And when I was watching, the, I was like, eventually people are going to be like, man, New York's like you're all displaying New York as like a seedy place. Because all these horrible things, <laughs> especially having serial killers, are in located oh, in this right. one bureau, our well, borough, whatever. Well, it's it like you never appreciate how many Volkswagen drivers are out there till you own a Volkswagen, then you see them. Yeah, you know, same kind of thing. You never appreciate how many serial killers there are unless you're actually in a serial killer show. But in Lone Star, it's, it it takes Lone Star takes place in Los Angeles, and it's shot in Los Angeles. So not only do the the actors wait, so but the stories are in Texas. No, okay, there are two shows. There's Lone. Uh, sorry, I'm saying Lone Star. Nine one one. Okay. So nine one one is set in Los Angeles. Nine one one Lone Star is set in Austin. But so the original nine one one, it's also filmed in Los Angeles. So not only do the characters have to wear masks and stuff, but the actors do too. And so it's interesting watching how they're filming it and how the only word I can say is capricious or arbitrary, the decisions are, because they'll have a mask on, walking up to a door, knocking on it, stepping back, which I think is proper. You know, if I'm a cop and I want to, and the masks have little LAPD logos on them, you knock on the door, you step back, can I come in? But then they come in, something goes down, and then like the, the fire crew and the cops are there and no one's wearing a mask inside the house or they'll be in the 911 dispatch you can't center. make anyone happy sorry sean well no it's interesting to see how these rules are because they, they talk about oh you know it's, i'm having problems getting used to new guidelines as she's sitting across from her boss so she's walking into her boss's office angela bassett and it's a big police station but everyone's wearing a mask she goes into her boss's office boss sits down behind the desk she sits down three feet away taking off her mask going wow i gotta get used to these new protocols it's like well this is where you're gonna why are you taking it off now because covid doesn't magically stop at the office door it's 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 weird everyone's trying but so many mixed signals and cross signals are being presented because now people are going to watch that go oh so i can go into an office sit you know across from you or whatever and take off my mask in a in a state where there's been a mask mandate. Well, a lot of people don't realize it's when you're watching the show on Facebook. Sean and I aren't actually in the same room. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, where he's in his ba- well, basement that right now. Plexiglass so. shield between Harrison Ford and the snake. When in Raiders of the Lost Ark, oh, uh, okay. the, okay. the great blooper that yeah. the lightning flashes and you see that it's glass yeah. separating them because there's a reflection. That's what that's what Dick and I have. We we have big old plexiglass separating well, I, us. I feel like with the whole mask deal, especially in pop culture, it, it's when you see ads with it, I feel like I'm in like a dystopian future kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're, there's not really a great protocol that everyone can kind of fully understand. So, Because to me, it's like all or nothing when it comes to that kind of behavior. It's like just wear it every time. Wear wherever you go. Like even in your house, like if you're like you got to be hardcore about it. How do you eat? That's what I'm saying. Like you got to take it off at some point. Yeah. Well, that's what. In which, that, that's in what which I, case it does. The virus doesn't magically stop because yeah. you have to eat. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's one of those things. It's hard. To, it's hard, especially when you're making a movie or a show. And look at look at our, our president. He's getting flacked because he signed that mandate and then wasn't wearing a mask walking around. I'm like, man. Nor was his family on well, federal yeah, property like, three hours later. 
but and well, it was how it was handled afterwards. The next morning, the new press secretary said, "Well, he was celebrating, and there are bigger things to worry about." So apparently, there's a if you get pulled over for not wearing a mask, all you got to say is, "Hey, I was celebrating." Therefore, COVID can't get me. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's really strange, especially what what our expectations are. Because to me, it's like, just wear it, and then I won't wear it. If but that same president you know. has just said there's nothing we can do to stop the trajectory yeah. for the next several months. So mask or no mask, quote, there is, from his lips, there's nothing we can do to stop the trajectory. So mask, that, that literally makes no sense. I'm going to institute a 100-day mask mandate, but mask won't help. I personally love the uh, we were at a million doses a day under the previous administration, and the new plan is we're going to do 100 million doses in 100 days, which, hold on, let me check out my math. Yeah, that's a million a day, so it's the exact same thing. You're such a negative person. No, I'm positively snickering at yeah, that. Yeah, well, what I was trying to, what I meant by it is like there's, you don't really know, mm-hmm. and it's not like a dirty little thing, secret you're going to do, like, oh, I take my mask off in the office. Oh, like I'm such a bad person. Now, can I ask you something? I want to ask the listeners, too, because I keep on getting Facebook. My Facebook timeline is just inundated every day with with people I know or sort of know saying, oh, my God, there were 40 people in H-E-B with no mask. And I told them to put it off and they slapped me in the face with a wet, you know, cabbage. Just nonstop. And there's the same person day after day after day because, you know, the mist, you know, the the produce department. (laughs) Or, you know, there's this one gal whom... I think is very sweet, but every day she posts the most improbable. So, so I was standing in line and some guy was literally breathing down my neck. So I turned around and it, before I was able to tell him he sneezed in my open mouth, but fortunately I was able to put up my facial, you know, just every day. Just, it's like, it's like a sitcom it's where survival, dude, <laughs> going to the grocery store, like, survival mode. I go grocery shopping between myself and for my mom about three times a week three, four times a week. And whether it's going to Walgreens to pick up a couple of items. I, I like to shop European style. I don't get big honking stuff. If I need for the next three days, you know, some staples, I'll get just those. More than, you know, if I can, I, I can carry everything in both hands. Well, I have never, and I go to HEB, I go to Randall's. Well, I've been to a couple of Randall's. Uh, I've been to Kroger's, uh, Local Mart. I've never not seen anyone wear a mask and i'm making sure i i just double negative myself there everyone's wearing masks i have yet to see a single person walk through kroger i've seen like a couple but from what i'm hearing from people oh my gosh it's just 30 people were in there and there were some local people too some of them actually listen from time to time going on about how i've just seen a dozen people and i got in their face and yet where are these people i would love to start insisting on photos because I've, I've never seen one. I, I think you're being dramatic. No, I'm truly like, not. What does it matter to you if someone goes on Facebook and is slapping people? Because, because it is perpetuating not only a false narrative, but a panic that's not needed. Clark County, Nevada, which is Las Vegas, well, well, has just ordered schools to be reopened because the student suicide rate skyrocketed. And they're like, oh, when kids are at home and they're you know not socially skilled, they tend to parents. kill themselves. So, uh, Governor Newsom in California has just re- said, you know what, uh, dining is open now. The stay-at-home order is lifted. He said that today. Yet, the count is double what it was when he instituted it. So it's not numbers saying uh, we got to save people. People don't know what they're doing, man. No one knows. 
Well, I know yeah. what they're doing. Well, see, I think the, the the scary part what you're saying is the public's perception of the mask deal. It's it's is it a, you know people try to say it's our duty to wear the mask and help prevent, and then it's but is it our duty to accost people and tell them what to do, and especially in a setting like a grocery store, it's people who want to affect a citizen's arrest. I call it the rent-a-cop motif, and I used to be a rent-a-cop. I used to be a security guard. Yeah, you look like one, yeah. Um, Real tough. And that was Real to help tough. me pay my way through college. But there were those. There's a subset of people like that who, I can't be a real cop, so I'm going to be a rent-a-cop, and I'm going to act like a real cop and really throw my weight around. when it's, And people who really, really, really want to be the neighborhood watch person or superhero, and they can't, so they'll do... Well, like, and they usually join what's funny, HOAs. Well, what's funny to me is the people going, hey... HB's got to do something about this, and like, but HB does. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, they have people that are going, "Hey, put on." If someone walks up without yeah, a mask, because well, I've been doing the thing where I'm like looking and I walk up, and you know, there'll be an employee outside to point at my face. Oh yeah, right here. Like thanks. I remember being working at Kroger, and they told us we couldn't accost customers. So like, if you went in there, because we had several times I was there, you these, these what the people would do is they park their truck out front. Someone's in the truck, and they put like a bunch of beer in the cart and they basically walk through and then when someone talks to them they sprint mm-hmm. and they would throw the beer in the truck and get out mm-hmm. and we're not allowed to touch them most security guards are like that too they're yeah. you know we were and told like all right well, halt or i'll blow my whistle that that was what we were told well no because it's funny because like i remember being there and then someone's like aren't you gonna stop them i'm like <laughs> like if not at 4 15 an hour like, I'm if not. you only knew <laughs> that we're not allowed to yeah so it's like People, like I'm saying, it's perception of what they think the way businesses should be handling. It, then it's like, what yeah. really? Well, bank they tellers. Do? The last thing they're, you know, I feel bad for bank tellers because if you're robbed, you have to. Bank policy is you got to give them whatever they want. Don't, don't yeah. screw around. And then you get fired. You're immediately fired. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the way the world works. Sorry, it's tough. Or so if I ever work for a bank, someone tries to rob me. Please, please, I'm begging you, go next. Uh, do John. Do, do John. John. Please. Everyone I'm, hates that guy. I will. I will meet you out back with another bag of 20s. He brings tuna to, <laughs> to the break room. He like, microwaves fish. He needs to get out. He needs to get out. And I, I also feel bad for bank tellers right now because, you know, now there's 20 people in the bank and they're all wearing masks. It's going to be really easy to get held up nowadays. Well, I mean, I, I think also, like, realistically with COVID, the only event, like, I, I don't see sporting events coming back for quite some time. I hope not. Like, I really don't. I think America's learned... Hey, we can do okay without the inundation of baseball, hockey, basketball, That's football. That's you, not me. I, I mean, I'm just kidding. I never really – I probably went to like one game a year. Ironically, I've been to many more sports games this last two years than you have because I've been broadcasting them. Yeah. But I, I, that to me, that's more of a community thing. You're talking about high school football, so that's – Hey, it's a game, buddy. Yeah, but I mean, it's not – you're not paying $250 to go see the Texans per ticket. I would never pay. Well, I'm talking about like – the, going yeah. to the Texans game was expensive for pretty much top to bottom of people who would purchase tickets. Like yep. You're still going to be spending hundreds of dollars on the whole the whole day, mm-hmm. and I got to go for free all the time because I'm I'm a cheap person, and that I think the the city certain like especially like Hawaii who rely on travel and tourism, like it's going to be interesting to see those places and how they overcome for the next couple of years. Because I see that being like kind of like the mainstays with the COVID regulations. Is well, there is one show, as far as I know, left that's still set in Hawaii and filmed in Hawaii, and that's the new Magnum PI. Yeah. Uh, well, does that make sense to you, though? It's yeah, like, I would like to see how they 
I, I see. handle it because the the stations are the the TV shows are now because I see acknowledging COVID. I see the stadium stuff being still regulated really heavily with COVID, and I see travel and things like that being regulated just because. The, are the, you for the the COVID passport? Them saying, well, you, you know, gotta be not, uh, if you want to travel, you gotta you like know. to me. There's already hurdles to travel anyway. Like you know, you know how what was it? Everyone's kind of confused about the new uh, ID you have to get a real ID. Yeah, I've got to get it. Everyone's kind of confused on how to get it. What do you have to do? You have to go to the you know you go blah, to the blah, blah, DMV blah, blah. and get a new driver's license. But like if you don't get that, you can't travel anymore. Like I don't really know. That got pushed back, and but it's coming up. Like is that make, yeah, well, my driver's saying, license always, needs that. There's always going to be hurdles <clears> with <throat> travel, and especially with a hurdle like that. To me, the COVID thing, like I, regardless if you get the vaccine, like this, you're still a carrier. Like, mm-hmm. you could still carry the virus. So, to me, regardless if you have a passport, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you could still get it. You could still give it to other people. So, it's like... The sheer it, number of people who have gotten COVID, but the sheer number of people who wear masks kind of, to me, shows that there's not much efficacy for wearing masks. But, see, I'm saying, like, if someone, if they created that program, that's, to me, it's all a show. Mm-hmm. Because I could still carry it. So, to me, regardless if I have a piece of paper that says, oh, I got the vaccine, it doesn't really prevent anything. I think, to so, be honest, I think they should, I think Congress should, because unless there's a wartime or emergency, which this doesn't count, the president can't do a national mandate. Yeah. There says everyone has to do this. I want Congress to pass, you know what? Everyone has to wear a mask for 100 days. Period. End of subject. You will go to jail and and no, have they a mask come, they come sta- to your house staple and they to your staple fa- to your face. Yeah, no, staple it to your face. I'm all for that because on day 101, when you take it off, everyone takes off the mask, and then 15 days later, a virus is back in full yeah. force because it doesn't doesn't get bored and yeah, leave. That's what, and I think that's that's the again, like I said, I like my idea. Or you just give it it's to, got to you get the vaccine and all the people who really need the it. The bubonic and plague still it. exists. It's in America. It's in so. the mountains in New Mexico and rats. But, yeah. People don't die from it anymore because we've known how to we let it run its course. It, it, well, it's funny though, Sean. I will say I bet the industry, the travel industry is going to do this is a they're going to basically curate the experience for people. So actually traveling is going to be a lot more fun and bearable, I think. Oh, they're going to have to bend over backwards to get people. It's like airlines so, after 9-11 when yeah, they came back on. I can see that happening. So, I mean, I, I'm what not, do you think about the virtual stuff? Like, you know, Disney World, for 100 bucks, you buy a virtual Disney no, World ticket. No. You don't think they'll do that or have special buildings? Like, you, you know, you go to what the I, Disney, what Disney storefront see, and you go in. I can see that for it, shows. It, you know, it... I can see that for shows. So like you sit in a gimbal and it does the for whole example, roll, roll the Super thing. Bowl. The Super Bowl. I can see them doing a thing where it's like, oh, buy a virtual Super Bowl ticket for sixty bucks for each headset, and then like you get to watch the game and they have a special presentation for those. This is Star Wars, uh, Star Trek stuff right here. See, I can see that just because of like I said, I think the regulation of going to public places as big as a stadium is really going to be controlled. Uh, so they're going to figure out some way to put you in the seat What virtually. if it's an outdoor stadium? Well, no, I think they're going to... Because remember, there are different rules for outdoors and indoors. Because I, I, from what I just... Because again, I'm medically unprofessional over here. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the the real super spreader events or the, of the logical events where if you're in a place for a long time, you're in trouble with a bunch of people. So like if you're at a nightclub or at a, a baseball game because you're sitting down next to people for more than like 20 minutes... Because to me, like when you go to HEB, you're in and out. 
So the chances of you catching it are limited because you're not touching every single surface. You're not being around the same people for a long time. You're in and out. Uh, but like if you're sitting around at a baseball game, but let's talk super sport. You know, five five people behind you sneeze, and then there you go. Well, that's the whole thing. So, and it's amazing how these numbers worked out. So, approximately two thousand people were at the inauguration. Or now, well, there's a lot more than that. Well, no, 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 two thousand. No, what in about person. the national guard? Well, that's what I'm saying. People, there were twenty thousand troops. So, literally, for every person at the inauguration, there were ten national guardsmen and women. Yeah. 200 of those National Guardsmen got COVID from it. So, which means that there was a 10 to 1 ratio yeah. for, for that. So, wouldn't that have counted as a super spreader event? Because 1% of the, the troops got COVID. 200 was, is 1% of 20,000. That just staggers me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's not being treated I as a super spreader know, event. Oh, I think we know the hotbed events. Like, we know what can create a hotbed for it. Kind of like the your livestock and rodeo. Like to me, that's that was remember that was the big fear because that mm-hmm. one guy had like I just I, can you imagine being that one dude when this all started? I remember they're like literally looking for him. I was like, they imagine that guy is just like, uh, yeah, this is hello. And there's like all these news crews outside his house, like you're the one who's killing you're all typhoid these. Yeah. Mary. And uh, but yeah, and I think that's something that it's gonna keep going, especially with travel and places that depend on it. It's they're gonna create a experience for people where. Travel is going to be a lot more fun, and it's going to be more expensive, of course. But I don't think it's going to be over the top expensive. It's not like, but like I don't, I, I never really, I never been to Hawaii, but I feel bad for that place because it's going to be suffering for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe learn to code, Hawaii. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if this job goes away, you can find another job. All right, well, let's close up today's show. Is that it for you? Good or- conversation. Yeah, we uh, um, let's come back on Wednesday. So I got. I'm going to pose a question for our listeners because we're going to be right back on Wednesday. So I I like uh, leaving the show with a question, and if you have an answer, why you are have, you the way you are? It, it, well, I want to talk about the next show. Okay. So this is a what if kind of thing, or what's your opinion? So what is your equivalent to Apple's removal of the headphone jack of your favorite product? When you say the equivalent, because I truly so, so what's comparable to that yeah, that just so ticks like, me off. You're kind of like, what are you doing? Oh, what kind of stupid? I got you. Okay. Okay. So, so think about it. So it's like for your what's a comparable move to Apple removing the headphone jack from their iPhones? Yes. Gotcha. Like, you're like, oh, those bastards. The sons of guns. We're we're swearing a lot today, but yeah. FCC, we dare you. But no, I uh, yeah, just, I want to let the listeners think about it. Like equivalent to them removing the headphone jack. Like in your other favorite products that you've been using for all your life, all of a sudden they change something, and you're like, "Why would they ever do that? I don't understand. This is horrible." Mm-hmm. So I, I got a quick uh, thing. So listener Dennis just piped up and said, "Taste of the town." I guess we're gonna. I don't know if he wants to talk about it, but you well, know, Tate's, they extended it. They extended it February the 11th. Like Twenty five bucks for a ticket. You get to go to all these restaurants. Holly and I've already done it, and that's what we're planning on doing more this weekend. Uh, one thing I will say, people need to take out, check out tasteofthetown.org. Uh, it's $25 ticket. You can purchase there. It's basically helping out the Chamber of Commerce in the Woodlands. Mm-hmm. And you get to visit 50-plus restaurants. That Each restaurant has a selected item 
that you get included with the ticket. So you bring your ticket, they scan it, and then boom, you get this item. And I've done some videos of yeah. six of these restaurants so far. Desserts, it's amazing. It could be now. Appetizers. Listener Dennis may be saying that it's a super spurter event, which I doubt. And was kind of the numbers. Well, I've no, let's bring let's at. let's bring it up. So one of the concerns for Taste of the Town every year, people didn't know this. It was hosted at the Marriott. One, it's a one day deal. Bunch of people would come. All the restaurants would be there. So you're doing samples. So what they did this year is every restaurant's hosting their own. Yeah, like three dozen restaurants. And pretty much every restaurant's going to have some type of COVID thing. Yeah, you take your ticket, you go there, they scan it, and you get yeah, your, like your touchless, hoodie. touchless or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I know most of the places you can do pickup. Mm-hmm. So you just make your order and you just say, "Hey, I have Taste of the Town. I get my you know corn pops or whatever it is. I don't know. I do like." You know, because we went to corn pop. Well, we went to. Is that, is that the gangster yeah. that Joe bought? It's my it's my go to. <laughs> so you know the Pacific Yard House, they do the boudin balls, and to me, which we enjoyed, which the other we day. enjoyed. But like, yeah, you can just call in and uh, say, "Hey, I got taste taste of town ticket. Get your item." I think you don't even have to order anything else. No, you you can go you in can and literally just get that. Oh yeah, and, yep. uh, yeah. So. I encourage people to do it. It's a lot of fun. It uh, is. It's safe. Like I said, I've been to six of these restaurants myself to shoot video. Everyone's being safe and, and socially conscious and stuff like that. Uh, it's a great thing. Well, one thing I've noticed about the Montgomery County counts is, you know, we had 10,000 people at the Catfish Festival. and the, We had Lobster Fest. and I've had two theatrical things with hundreds of people in the audience, and there was no additional, you know, um, you got to look at the numbers of, of fatalities and, and well, like I said, I feel like the areas that are a no go for me it'd be like an airplane, like that to yeah, me is the, the recycled air. That's that's the that's where I think that's where you get it. And then also like being shoulder to shoulder with somebody at like unless there's an insta test where you, you go up at TSA, you take off your belt, you take off your shoes, they point a I didn't thermometer. Where, I didn't mouth. know where you're going with this. I was like, wait a second, you're gonna start taking your bend belt over off? and cough, what? but they, they have an instant test that says if you have COVID or not. Like right then and there. That's what I was telling you. And that's when you get on. You put your forehead on something. Not not 72 hours earlier, here's my little passport. I mean, right then and there. That's what I was telling at the beginning of the show, and you were giving me crap about putting your forehead on something. No, I'm saying how. How how would that work? Putting your forehead on. Yeah, you just put your forehead and be like, I didn't have COVID. It's good. Wow. And if you do have COVID, it, like, it makes a really loud But my forehead's so much real bigger loud than yours. Noises. I could have more chances of having COVID because mine's so much bigger than yours. Real loud noises. And it says, it's him. It's him. Whoop, get him. Whoop, get whoop. him. Get him. So that's how you do it. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, Wednesday. Be prepared to answer the question. Yeah. What are things out there that just... That are comparable? You, you may be a fan of the replacement of the headphone jack with... Nothing. Not, not having a headphone <laughs> not, jack. So find something comparable. That's a great, great one, Dick. Yeah. I, I will come back with that one Wednesday at 9 o'clock. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dick and Skippy in the mornings here on Lone Star Community Radio. Again, we'll be back Wednesday morning, hopefully on time. Hopefully. I don't know if I can't, can't guarantee anything, but you can always listen and watch us on Facebook.com, all that kind of good stuff. Coming up next in, uh, at the 11 o'clock here on Lone Star is the Weekly Business Hour, which will be live. And then, uh, if you didn't know this, Brian Bondi of the Conroe Chamber of Commerce, I think he uh, he's leaving. What? Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be on today's show. Hopefully, I didn't spoil it. That's uh, okay. No one's listening really anyway. No, we're getting no. No, we all, we have listeners. We have listeners, and we, we love you guys. And then also, we love many of you. Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News, coming in. So that's what's going on uh, for today's show. And we have Sons of History afterwards. Holy cow! Nerd Dog Radio. Full it's day. So much stuff. 
on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's Community Radio Station. We'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in.